So we're back with another podcast. As I said, I wanted to bring Pug back. And what's, talk. what's the name of the podcast again? We're back with another up. We're not, we're back with another episode of Brother and Sister Podcast. Yeah, yeah. As I was saying um, in one of our other interviews, we wanted to get Pug back to talk about you know losing a child, and also we lost our mother as well. Um, and she was at a pretty early age. We consider early. So we just wanted to talk about that today and help some of you families who may have lost a child, lost a mom, lost a loved one. So we want to help you to um, understand some of the coping methods that we may have had and probably have not coped all the way because sometimes you can't cope with some of these situations as quickly as people would think. So, Nalas, you want to tell us a little bit, bit about you losing your son at 18 years old when he was in a car accident with him and two of his other friends mm-hmm. and how that came about and how it affected you? Um, well, first off, before that, <clears throat> we lost our mom a year before that. In 2011, was it? Yeah, 2011, we lost our mom at a very early age. And that was, if that wasn't enough, uh, like I said, my son graduated from high school. Well, let's, since you talked about mom, let's let's talk about her first. Okay. Um, because we both can share that experience as losing her because it was sudden. It wasn't anything expected. It wasn't anything that we was, you know, she was sick or, you know, we thought th- something was going to happen, you know. And this is, brings us into another topic, which is alcohol addiction. Because uh, this is pretty much how she lost her life through alcohol addiction. And just like I said, it was not anything that we had expected at all. We just got a phone call one day that she was gone. Yeah, and that's one thing about our mother. We we know she loved to drink. <laughs> and uh, yeah. God bless her heart. Yeah. And first off, we ain't here to talk about our mother. It ain't nothing like that. It's just to show you pointers because our mother loved us and we loved her. Right. You know, it won't nothing else but that. And, um. And that's a disease. Alcoholism is a disease. And she fought it, and she did good sometimes for years, right, Pope? Right, right. She did good. But, you know, once she went back to drinking, it will, it continued on. But she she fought a good fight. But, unfortunately, she lost. Yeah, when she get to drinking, she she transformed into a whole other person as well. Um, she would cuss you out. Big bad. time. <laughs> yes, really bad. She would speak her mind. Um, and they went on through, you know, when her and my father had split up, you know, it was just, I don't know if it happened from that reason alone, but it was like she was sad in the inside ever since that happened to me, um, what I could see. And it's like she started drinking and it just, it never stopped. You she know? just lost control with it, with the drinking uh-huh. and Right. I think she really wanted to do good, but the drinking would kind of overcome her and the, and the good that she wanted to be and do. Right, and like I said, the drinking it was it was constant. You know, she was drinking and driving, and you know, I remember situations where I had to drive home because I was like, "Mama, no, you can't drive," because the last time it was almost over for everybody. And like, this was driving as a teenager with no right. license. I'm 12, 13 <laughs> years old. I'm like, I got to get Mama home. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. we got to get home safe. Um, I could drive at that time because, you know, I had a little practice. <laughs> but, um, <clears throat> I mean, it was a lot of situations, you know, because we was the kids that always got dropped off here. I always got dropped off there. We was always in the liquor house, and we was always in places that kids probably shouldn't be. And seeing things that kids probably shouldn't see. We went through all the 
quote-unquote uncle experiences you know that go on with the little houses and the different type things when it's really not your uncle so i mean it's just a lot of different topics that we want to share and bring to you that's real and what's live and what's true right and um but losing her for me was very devastating because we really didn't have a a a, a a home type setting like most families with the father and the mother and really i think for me and i can speak for me and pug we could call mom you know no matter what whether she was gonna curse you out or whatever we could still call (laughs) and to lose that you know because it had got once we learned that this was an addiction and a disease for us to alcohol, it became funny to us. It wasn't as bad as it was growing up when we were seeing it here and there. Right. But we began to just laugh or smile because we knew that she, in the inside, she loved us. You know, I always say that they love Pug more than me, <laughs> but that's a whole nother topic, too, that we could bring about. But I always say that, and he knows why I say that. But um, I got the go-kart, and she got a skateboard. She is, Now she got a baby doll, and she was, I was pissed off, too, because I was like, what the hell they get a baby doll for? I don't want no damn baby doll. But anyway. Right. Um, I mean, it was... You know, it got to the point where when she drank, uh, you know, when we was kids, it, was, it bothered us really bad. But when we got older, we're like, Mama ain't going to stop drinking. So we just lo- loved her who she, for who she was. Right. Um, because we on. all fall short. We, we all, all make yeah, these mistakes. Right. Nobody's, you know, arrived there. So we all just going through life and trying to push forward, you know, and be the best that we could be. And we loved her. Well, we loved her tremendously. And like I said, we got that phone call. It was just, it was... It was devastating because we really never got a chance to spend time with her and hang out with her or take her out to eat like we really wanted to because by the time we got grown and, you know, we was able to do things, it happened and she was gone. Like, we never got a chance to spend quality time with her that we always wanted her to do. Um, It seemed like to me, Pug, I don't know about you, but it seemed like when me and Pug finally got life right. Understood. And started understanding life and getting on the right track to do better and do things um positive and do things that were um worthy of something and not this stuff that we was doing like in the street in the hustle it's like when that transition happened mama was gone she was gone just that quick and you know we had a younger sibling you know as well with that right. you know and it was just rough on everybody right um and it was very, very rough on her because she was still in school. Right. Um, thank God she had a wonderful father. You know, right. her father, my stepfather, he well, helped she, me in got tremendously. Still here. She still yeah. got a wonderful yeah. father. Yeah, she had a wonderful father. Yeah, still got a wonderful father. And he helped me tremendous in some of my circumstances trying to teach me to go down the right road. And, you know, just who he was, you know, he – did what he had to do because he's always been a stand-up father and been an awesome father and been there for her her entire life. And this right. he's really a great dude, and I give a 100% shout-out to him because uh-huh. he's always been there effective and thriving in her life to try to push her to be a good woman. Right. He's a very, very good guy. Yeah. But like I said, when we lost mom, it was it was just rough on everybody. And like I said, we didn't really get a chance to spend time with her like we wanted to, get a chance to vent tour like we wanted to because we had um, overcame so many obstacles and so many different situations that 
you know, okay, let's, let's take mom out to eat. Or let's go out to eat. Or let's go t- to the beach or let's do something. You know, we never got a chance to do none of that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we attempted to go to the beach one time as kids. <laughs> we took off the only thing we ever made. It took us a couple of days. I think we turned around. We never got to the beach. <laughs> about two, three days. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Yeah, we, it took us quite a bit of time. <laughs> Let's get well, on there. Okay, we Let's get on there. Yeah. So we're headed to the beach. We, I, was, I ain't never seen no water saying nothing. <laughs> Let's go back to the house. <laughs> but, I mean, we can laugh about it yeah. now, but uh, like I said, we miss it to death. Oh, right. We didn't have a chance to spend no time with it like we wanted to. Um, it was just a rough, I know, and we got there that day, and you know, I didn't. Trussell looked at her, and I, I just couldn't do it. Trussell, like you want to see it one last time, and from the, the way they explained how she looked, I, I just I couldn't look at her because I wanted to keep that that vision in my mind of how her smiling, and I didn't want to have that thought in my head. So I never looked, um, and I'm kind of glad I didn't because I just didn't want it in my head. I just want to always picture her smiling and having a good time. Um, and on the next note, for my son as well. Um, so on that note, um, <clears throat> I was at home, and like I said, it was he graduated from high school, you know, getting ready to do his thing, going to go in the world and just just do his own thing. Um, he graduated June, the next month, the twelfth of the next month. You know, state trooper came to my house and knocked on the door and said, "You are you a such and such's father?" And I was like, "Yeah, what's wrong?" And they gave me the news, and it was just my heart just I just fell. Right, and, 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 you know, we always explain how close we are. I think I probably was the first person he called, and when he told me that, I was like, no, it it just won't register. Right. But I told my husband, let's go, I, and I told him what my brother said, but it just didn't register even when I got to him and even when we went and saw him. And one of the most hardest things that I had to do was tell his younger sister. I think that was the most hardest part of it all because – yeah. When I told her and how she just burst out crying on the phone, it was just. They were so tight. They were so tight. And we like all was tight. <laughs> yeah, like they was tight like me and Tristan. Yeah. And me, her, and Adonis, we was really tight. Um, we was really tight. And it was so devastating. It was such at an early age. And it was him and three, two other friends. It was three uh, three of them in all. Him and two two other friends of his that, was, that went to in school with him. And it was in a car accident. Uh, from my understanding, one of them was drinking. The driver was drinking, allegedly, from my understanding. And He just know, happened to be in a car. Yeah, he just happened to be in a car. And he was speeding and got in a curve and just lost it and flipped the car, hit a tree. And they said he died on impact. Um, and like but, I said, man, it just, it's just a rough situation. I think about it all the time, but, you know, my heart still sunk when I think about it. Uh, and, Alistair, you want to let the audience know as well that – all of these years has went by and it's okay to still be coping with it because right. it's like right because i still ain't burst out in tears like i want to i want to fall on the ground and cry like a damn baby but it it just ain't happened yet but i was I'm, I'm i'm always on the verge of doing it and it's like i just want to vent so bad with it but like every day i think about it and it's like and still to this day i'm like you know it's like he's not gone um and it's okay to talk about it because right. I often try to encourage Nalas to talk about it um, because I know and have seen him year after year and 
I know that he's still dealing with this situation. So we just want to let you know that it's okay to still be going through, but just hold on and just right. still keep your faith, still believe, still trust right. that not only is preparation here, you know, for us, but there's also preparation in heaven. So right. we truly believe in heaven. We do. So we just want you to keep your faith and understand that sometimes we don't understand, but right. we still trying to go through and still trying to cope and still trying to hold our heads up and, you know, just help that next person to get through. That's why we say it's good to talk about these things. Right. Right. Definitely good to talk about it. Definitely good to vent because you don't want to keep that stuff bottled up. I mean, if you keep anything bottled up that's bothering you, you're going to explode eventually and you don't want to, you won't want it to come out that way. So try to vent to just to get understanding and get encouragement and surround yourself with people with good energy. That's going to help you overcome your situations because um, it can be rough at times, you know, like it's his birthday come and his mama birthday come and you know, they buried right beside each other. Yep, you know, they're side by side. They're side by side. And you know, just losing both of them at a young age, it's, it's just, it was really rough. Right. I mean, it's still rough to this day because I miss them so much, all both of them. Uh, you know, and Alice, I mean, Pooh, I often think about, <laughs> you know, before this happened to Adonis and he passed, mm -hmm. how he had had a friend that he was dating, and she got hit by a car just a few months prior right. to this happening. And I remember him asking me questions about God and, you know, how and why this had to happen to her. And I just always think about that conversation. So I, w I took him out to eat, and we just talked. And I wanted him mm -hmm. to talk and be free to grieve and, and, and talk about this. And then this happened to him. So And I know mm -hmm. he talked to you about it as it was, well. It was really rough for, for him because the thing about it, when she was hit by the car, they was on the telephone together when it happened. You know, he said, Pop, something just happened. I think something happened. I heard a car hit her, and, you know, he ran to the situation, ran to the accident, and you know, she got hit by a car and killed her. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so he lost a few months prior and was grieving, and I think even when he passed, he was in the process of still grieving what happened to his, his girlfriend or friend. Right. And then we get this call. And so it's it's just a whole lot of factors that sometimes we don't understand, but we still have to keep on believing and keep our hope and keep our faith and just keep trusting that it's a reason and that we can help you because our life is not really for us or your life's not really for you, but you can help the next person to get through. Right. Definitely. Um, <clears throat> you want to be a positive energy towards anybody that come across your path. Um, I don't want to do. I don't want to do anything but help you. You know, I don't want to hurt nobody. I only want to help in every situation. So that's why I try to be positive. You know, in everything I do, because you never know what the next person thinking. You never know what's on their mind. You never know what they went through. And you know, some situations you might I might think it's rough, but the next person got it ten times rougher. That's right. So I mean, you know, it's just to each his own. Like I said, you got them situations. Handle your stuff accordingly. Right. And and we talked about the teenage father and raising teenagers as a teenager. Uh, I mean, raising children as a teenager. Right, kid but, raising kids, basically. Right, but let's talk about when you really was coming into the light as, as a father and 
Adonis was this teenager and he was starting to come to you as pops and asking right. these questions and y'all was getting this bond. It's so uh, amazing watching yeah. this kid from when he was a baby crawling and he grown there and just as strong as I am. <laughs> like right. just we playing basketball, you know, I used to dunk on people and he can dunk on me. So, I mean, and get to that point and like we the best of friends. We, we go out to eat, you know, and we just do things together. Um, it was so beautiful and you know, it's like you, you lost your best friend when it happened because, like, it was, you know, Adonis was my second son. Right. And, you know, that was the first son, of course, when I had when I was in high school. And Adonis was three years after that. And um, it was really rough, man. Like I said, man, host the best of friends. We had our relationship had really built so much stronger at that particular time because he was going through a lot of situations on his own. Mm-hmm. And I was right there with him. We was crying on each other's shoulder just to bring her, uplift each other. And we got through that hump, and we finally got through it. And, you know, by the time we seen the light on the other side, and it was all beautiful, and it was just, then just from left field, it just happened. And he got taken away, and it was it was just rough. Still to this day, it's rough. But like I said, I keep pushing forward. And, you know, I know he did, he looking at me and smiling, you know. I know he got my back, you know. I, I know he's shining a light down on me just like my angel up there, you know, so. Right. So what would you tell the audience and what would you tell people to encourage them or what kind of hope can you give them for someone that's going through this right now and they feel like they have just lost all and just want to give up on life? because they don't understand or see how they can live without this person or how well, this first, devastating thing just happened in their right. life. First off, if, if your people here, whether it be your son, mama, whoever the case may be, if y'all ain't getting along, learn to get along. Because, I mean, it can happen at any given time. You know, love that person, respect that person. You know, don't sit up and be mad with each other about something silly. At the end of the day, you probably didn't know what you're mad about. Right. But like I said, just, you know, learn to get over that. And if you don't lost somebody, you know what I'm saying, just get get around positive people, man, because, I mean, it can be just it's so heartbreaking just to go through that situation because, I mean, once you inside, I, I cry so much in the inside, and still to this day I'm still crying, but, like, I be around people that help encourage me and, and stay on a positive path because if you – if you got this energy and you're just, just negative and it's, you feel bad all the time and you ain't around nobody that's going to uplift you, that could turn bad. You know what I'm saying? So you want to be put yourself around positive energy and positive people to help you get through it because you can't get through life all by yourself. Right. You got to have people in your life to, to help each other get through life. Like I said, man, trust me, we've been tag team partners since we was born. Right. <laughs> like, Right, we didn't, support system. Right, it didn't even like we never said it. We yeah. just did it. Yeah, and we, we never didn't said understand we, it. We, we just it just yeah. happened like that. Right, we just tag team in life, and you know if if she come up with an idea and we think it's good, we going with that. If I come up with one, we going with it. Like, but we tag team through life to help each other because life is 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 a bunch of trials and tribulations. I think it's just a life full of tests. Right, and you got to pass these tests to get to the other side. Yeah, and sometimes when you. Um, got a good positive relationship going you allow other people in their life to um, delete themselves out of your life because 
when they see you having a good thing and see that you're positive and see that you're uplifting others and that you have this hope and strength to overcome and help other people, when they're not about that, they'll delete themselves out of their life. So let them go because some people are not meant to stay where you're going. So you just got to understand when to cut those ties and, and, and let some of those people go because they're not going where you're going. And if you carry the weight, it's going to weigh you down because they're not having the same mindset or the same effect that you're trying to have and on your legacy and the things that you're trying to leave for the positive environment and to help people thrive. Because all of the negative situations in our life has turned around to a positive. Right. So that's why we want to let you know that whatever it is may be negative all of these things can be positives in your life and you may be just going through that very thing so that you can help the next person so sometimes you have to let the people delete themselves out of your life yep as i say let go and let god right exactly so now let's what's the last thing that you would have to say to uh, the audience and everyone about coping with um someone's passing um like i said the best thing put yourself around positive energy like I said, you can't do it by yourself. Um, surround yourself with good things and uh, let your heart be content, you know. Have goodness in your heart for other people. And like I said earlier, what, what you put out, you're going to get back. And like I said, just put yourself around positive people is the main thing. There's some some people that can help you help you grow and help you understand and help, help cope with it. Because like I said, you don't want to be in that situation alone because – you know, in a in a bad situation where, you know, you could be depressed, and depression and negative energy and bad thoughts in your head, it equals nothing good. Um, so you definitely want to surround yourself with good people, stay around positive energy, and always put out positive energy to get, to get it back. You know, because um, like I said, let, let you know that they ain't die for nothing. They they died to you know. It make you a better person. You know, you don't want it to happen like that, but, you know, you just understand a lot better. Right, and it helps you to think about life um, more in perspective, not so much of things and all of the things, even though things are good to have, but you think about your true loved ones that you still have with you that you just want to have those moments that you can can have as those memories and putting those memories together and and loving each other and having the, the greatest effect of life which is being with family and situations and having them together in a lovable situation. Right. So that's it. Definitely want to be around positive energy, positive people, man. We appreciate you joining us again at the Brother and Sister Podcast. Yeah, yeah. We will be having more and more episodes talking about, uh, what was the topic now? We're talking about uh, depression. All different type of topics we'll be talking about, but we appreciate you joining us again today with brothers and sisters uh, and Pug. And like and I said, if you want us to be on your podcast, just hit us up. If you want to be on our podcast, just hit us up. Also, we do have um, all of our services that we can also offer you for as marketing, uh, yeah. website design, all type of services. We well, have our team standing behind us. We have an us. incredible team that's behind us, man. So, yeah, definitely um, – Whatever you need, just hit us up. We can definitely make it happen for you. And also, don't forget the book, Looking Out From the Inside. Get your copy. Yep. Brother and sister, uh, tag team for life. Peace. Peace.